0: the God of glory. Oh, I need you, I need you, I need you, Lord, every minute, every hour of every day, oh God. Come close to your children. Holy God, this night, let your sweet inspiration touch our hearts. Guide our feet in the way of peace, oh holy God. Oh, grant us the divine touch of your holy hand great and mighty god great and mighty god you are the king and the savior thank you dear lord thank you dear lord thank you dear lord, you, dear lord. And everybody said praise the lord well i want to read something familiar to you and then maybe read it a little differently where you're not so familiar blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. And here's another way. I think you'll like this. How well God must like you, or we could say love you. You don't hang out at sin saloon. You don't slink along dead-end road. You don't go to smart-mouthed college.
1: (laughs) Isn't that
0: great? All right. there we go. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Instead, you thrill to God's word. You chew on Scripture day and night. You're a tree replanted in Eden, bearing fresh fruit every month, never dropping a leaf, always in blossom. How's that sound? Everybody said Amen? Amen. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. All right then, let's pick up. You're not at all like the wicked, who are mere windblown dust, without defense in court, unfit company for innocent people. And lastly, for the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. God charts the way you take, The road they take is Skid Row. Everybody said praise the Lord. Well, give God a big hand. Come on. Amen. I just thought I'd fix the meal a little different tonight there. You know, put a little cayenne pepper in there, a little jalapeno, and, you know, spice it up a little bit. All right. Everybody said hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everybody said "God God bless the offering. In Jesus' name. All right. Thank you, Lord. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Thank you, Lord, we love you. Thank you, Lord, we praise you. Hello!
1: You'll be up with your heart To fill lord, us up I dear love lord. You, I love you, lord oh sweet Jesus we come seeking after lord. you oh lord we come lord relying on you dear god depending on you
2: have your way in our hearts have your way in our minds oh god lord we can do nothing without you Jesus you, holy and righteous you. are you oh god oh we bless your holy name tonight dear lord Pour out your Holy Ghost in this place. Oh, you are worthy, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You are worthy, dear thank God. You oh, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. I give you praise and I thank you. In Jesus' name. If you have a Bible, yes. let's turn to the book of 1 Timothy chapter 4. First Timothy chapter 4, beginning at verse 1. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. And I also read one passage of Scripture from the book of Second Kings chapter 21. And verse 9 says, but they, they that he's talking about is Israel, but they hearkened not, and Manasseh seduced them to do more evil than did the nations, whom the Lord destroyed before the children of Israel. And by the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, I want to talk about resisting the seducer. Yeah, Resisting. Lord the seducer. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can be seated tonight. Uh, The word uh, seduce uh, means to allure, It talks about one that deceives, one that is attempting to pull someone away from something or or draw them away from something. Um, If there's anything that I want to be on guard on tonight, I want to be on guard of the devil's tricks and his tactics uh, that he comes along with and tries to uproot and pull people away from God's purpose and God's plan for their lives. Um, You'll read and you'll see this um, in the beginning where God placed man in a, a good place. How many know that God has placed you in a good place tonight? Oh,
0: thank you, Jesus.
2: Isaiah, in the book of Isaiah, he talked about how that he placed his people in a fruitful hill. I want you to know that you're in a fruitful place tonight. You're yeah. in a, a place that produces good tonight. Thank you, Jesus. If there's anything that I want to be produced in my life, is good tonight. I'm I'm done of the evil. Yeah. I'm done of the bitterness. Come on. You know, some people are just so full of
1: bitterness yeah. and and negativity. Oh. Honey, I ain't got no time for negativity. I want to be positive. I want to be yeah. full of that good fruit tonight. Yeah. You can't say you got the Holy Ghost in every word you're spouting out as negative words and negative posts. Honey, that ain't the Holy Ghost. Yeah. That is some other spirit. That is the spirit of error, honey. I want the Holy Ghost living inside of me and directing my path and all in my footsteps.
2: Yeah. I want to lean and guide in me tonight. Yeah. You can be seated tonight. Whoa. Whoa, I whoa. hope your ears are open tonight. Yeah. I hope we come to hear what the spirit yes. has to yes. say yes. until the church tonight. Come on. I hope we didn't come just with a,
1: a, an attitude Oh, well, it's just another Wednesday night service. This ain't just a, another Wednesday That's night right. service. This is another service where God is trying to get through to somebody. I know God is trying to get through to my thick-headed self and I need to go ahead and hum a down and, and say, speak Lord, thou, thou servant hears. Yes, yes.
0: My ears are open.
1: I'm, I'm attentive to what you're trying to do in my life tonight. I've come prepared, I've come
2: ready. You know, the Bible talks about having a readiness of mind. Yeah.
1: You want to be ready to receive what God has because God has good things. God is trying to establish some good things in our lives tonight.
2: So I want to be ready. You can be seated tonight. I want to do like they did on the day of Pentecost. I don't want to kick against it. That's right. I don't want to fight against it. I want to receive it with gladness tonight. Yeah. I want to rejoice over the word of God tonight. Yeah. I want to rejoice by the fact that I for the fact that I'm I have an opportunity to be saved I have an opportunity to be delivered and set free and so the devil's plan is to get you to think that oh well it's a, you know it's a drag living for god or, or going to church and you know um, and there's something else out there for you you know god is or, or that church is hindering you from from
1: from spreading your wings and flying I'm telling you, without the church, ain't much flying taking place. Without the church, there ain't much success tonight. Somebody needs to make it up in in their mind tonight that I ain't planning on leaving the church anytime soon. The only way they're going to I'm gonna be taken out of here. They're gonna have to bury me in six feet deep. That's the only way I'm leaving the church. And when that happens, honey, I'm entering to heaven. I walk in the streets of gold. I'm entering the gates of pearl, walls of jasper. I ain't throwing in a towel. I'm not giving up on where God has placed me. God has placed me in a good place tonight. Yeah. This is a food for heal tonight.
2: Yeah.
0: Come on, the writer called him Mount Zion tonight. Yes, yes, yes. You're not
1: in a bad place. You're in a good place. Yes. You're in a fruitful place. Woo. You're in the church tonight.
2: Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're part of the body of Christ.
0: Thank you, Lord. Thank you,
2: Lord. I think we need to be excited about that. That's
0: right. People that
1: ain't excited about that, I start wondering about them. Yes. Come on, if you can't shout about that tonight, I start wondering about you. If your hands ain't lifted up tonight, I start wondering what's going on. Something's not right. We should be excited that we're on our way to heaven. We should be excited that we have the Holy Ghost. Um, Come on. I will refuse to become like Israel. I'm not tired of being in the house of the Lord. I'm not tired of Holy Ghost services. I'm not tired of prayer meetings. My soul does not lose the
2: things of God. I love it tonight. I appreciate it tonight. You can be seated. Glory, glory, glory. Because the devil is always working. He's always up to something. He's always trying to pull people away from the things of God. He's always trying to seduce, to entice, to say it right, to make it seem appealing. I'm going to tell you, there's nothing that can, can cause me to lose sight of what I have here tonight. You know, the devil, he played a trick on Adam and Eve. And he deceived them. He beguiled them and to think that God is holding out, holding them back from something. Or he, God is keeping them away from something. And God told them that the day that they partake of the tree of good and evil, that, that was in the midst of the garden, the day that they partook of that tree, that they would surely die. And it's always like the devil to come along and try to alter the word of God, right. to try to make it seem like, well, you know, it really don't mean that. That's not what God really meant. God knows that the day you, you partake of the tree that you're going to become like God. And so God, he made it seem like God was keeping something away from them. And I want you to know that God is not in the business of keeping
1: anything away from his people other than things that will destroy them. Things that will jeopardize them making it into heaven. I'm thankful tonight that God loves me that much to put some boundaries around my life. Yeah. Too many people are trying to break down the hedge that God has placed in their life. But you need to read what the writer said. He said, he that breaketh the hedge... A serpent is going to break them. You better rest assured that there's a devil that is waiting just to destroy you, to destroy your family, to destroy your children, to destroy every good thing in your life. Honey, I'm not trying to get outside of the hedge. I know the hedge is there for protection. I know the hedge is there to keep me safe, to keep me safe, to ensure that I make it to heaven his hedge of protection tonight come on I love the hedge that God has placed around me that nothing can just come in and destroy me
2: you can be seated tonight and so the devil seduced them and as they begin to partake of the fruit they figured out that they had been duped they had been lied to can you imagine Talking with God, the Bible says in the the cool of the day, communing with him. I'm going to tell you they was in a good place. They was in a good place. And they allowed the enemy to allure them, to deceive them, and cause them to believe that there was something better than what God had had, had, had already established in their lives. I want somebody to know there's nothing better than Holy Ghost
1: services tonight. Right. There's nothing better than the word of God tonight. Right. Right. Listen, you might yawn your way through prayer means, but I want you to know, it, on those days, that's the best thing that's going on at that time. There's nothing else in this world compares to the things of God. And somebody got to make it up in their mind. I'm done listening to what the devil has to say. I'm not throwing in the towel, honey. I'm grabbing a hold of the word of God. I'm grabbing a hold of the things of God. And I'm making it up in my mind that there is nothing that's going to cause me to turn my back
2: on where God has placed me and what God has established in my life. You can be seated tonight. So the Bible tells us that how Manasseh, Manasseh was the son of Hezekiah. And you'll read in the word how that Hezekiah, there were things that he tore down. There were things that he did away with. Well, his son begins to reign as king and he begins to build the things back up that his father tore down. And the things that he began to build back up and establish was things that caused Israel to stumble. It caused them uh, to lose out with God to the point where the writer said that they no longer, they would not hearken unto the Lord. And that Manasseh, he seduced them and that they did more evil than the nations that God had destroyed before them. Can you imagine The nations, all of the other heathen nations, here the Bible tells us that children of Israel, they did worse than what those other nations did. You know, I don't want,
1: an uh, evil spirit to come against, come on me and seduce me and cause me to think that I can just do whatever I want to do however I want to do it and, and say whatever I want to say however I want to say it and just live my life and everything is going to be okay. I got to realize what the word of God says. I can't live just however I want to live. Why? Because I was bought with a price and you know what? My life is not my own, honey. I got to Realize that I belong to Jesus. I'm forever indebted to him. Somebody better realize you didn't get here on your own. You're not here because of your own doing. You're here because a price was paid for you. You're here because blood was shed on your behalf. How arrogant it is of me to think I can just do whatever and say whatever. You think that
2: way, I'm going to tell you there's an unclean spirit that has a hold of you. It's causing you to think that way. You can be seated tonight. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to be deceived tonight. I don't want to be seduced tonight by an evil spirit. Some say, well, you know, why are you saying that to us? Because, you know, we're in the church tonight. I'm going to tell you, It's one thing to come to church. It's another thing to really have a hold of things and have a grip of things. Because here, Paul begins to talk and begins to write to who he called his son in the faith, Timothy, and he begins to tell him that the Spirit speaketh expressly. That in latter times, in other words, those latter times, you know what that is? He's talking about the last days. Yeah. How many know that we're living in the last of last days t- yeah, today? Last days. Come on, we are, we,
1: we this is no time to begin to compromise. There's no time to begin to throw in the towel. This is not the time to backslide. Jesus is on his way back, and he's on his way for a bride that have prepared herself, that has kept her robes, her garments, clean and washed from the filth of this world, this ain't the time to begin to do what everybody else do. This ain't the time to allow an unclean spirit to enter in and cause us to think that everything, well, it really ain't that big of a deal. Honey, I want you to know it is a big deal tonight. It is a big deal. Living holy and separate unto God, it is a big deal. It's a big deal tonight. It is. You can
2: be seated tonight. Watching out and making sure that my eyes don't see the wrong thing. It's a big deal tonight. Making sure the wrong things don't enter into my ears. It's a real big deal. To ensure that I'm not around all the wrong influences. That's a big deal. I got news for you. It's a big deal to God tonight as well. And, and so he begins to tell Timothy that in the last days that how that there will be those that would depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrine of devils. There are spirits out there that want nothing more than to pull you out of this church, to uproot you, cause you to believe, well... You really it, it, it don't take all of that to be saved. you know it's amazing that before we came to God, our lives were chaotic, upside down, torn apart, and you know, we ran to the church house then and we yielded ourselves to God and God began to do the good things in our lives. He yeah. begins to wash away all of our sins and and fill us with the gift of his precious spirit and he begins to establish good things in our lives but then somewhere down the line we want to tell God what is not that important. Yeah. We begin to want to tell God what's not a big deal. And it's amazing because I have to look at myself and look at other people and I, would, I have to ask the question how would we know what's important? Right. We couldn't fix ourselves before we came to God. Now God is the one that is placed us in a good place and now all of a sudden we think that we're going to tell God listen I want to realize that I still don't know anything
1: and that I still need to yield myself to God I haven't gotten so big I haven't gotten to a point that I think I know everything you know what God I still need your help I still need your guidance I still need your direction I said it the other week I still need to be taught Come on. I don't care how much many degrees I get. I still need to be taught because those degrees don't compare to spiritual things. It don't amount to things that are concerning the kingdom of God. So I need God to instill some wisdom in my life. I need him to instill some understanding. I need God to grab me by the hand and lead the way. Yeah. Because there is an unclean spirit who cause you to think, well, you can figure it out. No, I can't figure it out. I need God's help. I need God's assistance. I need God to be in control. I need him to lead me every step of the way.
2: You can be seated tonight.
0: like I
2: was in the drugstore earlier today and Picking up some things and young man came up to me and I, I guess he had noticed me from seeing us out on outreach. And he began to ask me some questions. He began to ask me, he says, you know, what is it that has caused people to not not embrace the things of God, not to come to church and embrace the, the things that the word says. And I began to We begin to talk a little bit, and I begin to plainly tell this young man what the Word tells us and how that the Bible teaches that we ought to repent of our sins and and be baptized in the name of Jesus and and filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. And begin to just plainly tell him that there's a lot of people that the world and that false doctrine has deceived. Either people think that they don't need God... Or either on the other end, people think that they have God and they really don't based on what the word of God teaches and tells us. And I said, you know, there's a lot of people that are deceived. The enemy has deceived a lot of people and causing people to believe that, well, you don't need that church stuff. And, and you don't need to really do it exactly the way the Bible says. And um, he says, well, do you guys you know, affiliate yourself with any of the other churches here. I said, "No, we don't." And he said, "Why not?" I said, "Because there's a doctrine issue. They don't teach it the way the Word of God says." Right. And so we're not just going
1: to join and link arms with everybody else because this ain't no link arms and sing kumbaya. This is making it heaven, honey. And I don't need anything that is going to stop me or hinder me from entering to the kingdom of God. So I can't just join arms with everybody. Oh, well, you're being very divisive. Well, guess what Jesus said? I didn't come to bring peace. I came to bring the sword. Honey, guess what? The word of God, it divides. It separates the truth from the false. Come on, I don't want to get it. The unclean spirits. I don't want to get involved with doctrine of devils. I want the doctrine of Christ, honey. I want to be able to. I want sound doctrine. I want to be able to endure it. Because there are those that have not.
0: That's right.
1: There are those that are falling from the faith. You can be
2: seated tonight. There are those that are compromising, letting down those standards and down on the things of God.
0: Right.
2: Allowing the devil to come in and cause them to begin to think that well, you know, that's not a it's not a heaven or hell issue. Well, you know. Who am I to say? Who am I to say that that's not? You know, we got to stick to what the word of God says. And you know what? I don't care what people have have begin to say, begin to allow and tolerate. You know, the writer said t- tells us that David said it like this. He said, "I
1: will set no wicked thing before my eyes." Right. And so, you know what? People think just because they pass things by, it says okay, honey, that don't trump the word of God. The word of God is what it is. It says what it says, and if it says it, then I'm not doing it. I'm not yielding to it. I'm not giving myself over to it.
2: I'm gonna stand firm on God's word. Yeah. And so there are those that are giving in to things and letting go of things. The devil is causing them to think that, you know, everything is fine. It's okay. You'll read in the book of Ezekiel where the Lord begins to say, He begins to talk about the false prophets, and he begins to tell the prophet how that they have, they have seduced. My people. He says that they say peace, peace where there is no peace. Right. You know, false doctrine. A lot of people, they are, they are deceived and thinking that everything is okay. Everything is fine. And I'm going to tell you, it seduces people. Yeah. It deceives people. It causes people to think that they're on their way to heaven and the truth is that they're far from it. And that, that that's not... Based on my opinions it's based on what the Word of God says. Yeah, and, and we, everything we talk about, everything that we say is from the Word of God. Yeah. you can put your finger on it; it's right there in the Word. And so people are deceived and thinking they they've made lies out of refuge. They've they've taken shelter under with under lies.
1: I don't want to believe a lie tonight. It's the devil's scheme. It's his plot. It's his plan to cause people to believe a lie. I don't want a to lie tonight. I want the truth tonight. I want to know what it takes to enter into the kingdom of God. And I've come to find out that except you're born of the water and of the spirit, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. <clears throat> I don't want to lie tonight. I want the truth tonight. Give it to me straight. Whatever it's going to take to save my soul, whatever it's going to take for me to enter into heaven, I want the truth tonight. I want the Word of God. I don't want to be deceived and in believing
2: a lie. You can be seated tonight. Jesus said it like this. He said there is a time that's coming where there are going to be false false Christs. It's going to be those that will come. And through many miracles and and signs and wonders they're going to do these things and it's going to be in an attempt to, to, to seduce the very elect. And if you don't think that the devil is working overtime to try to deceive a child of God. I'm not talking about people that proclaim to be Christians and they live other ways. I'm talking about people that have been born of the water and born of the spirit. If you don't think the enemy is working overtime to try to figure out some kind of way to deceive those people that have been washed by the blood, that have the name of Jesus on them that, that, that has received the gift of the Holy Ghost the devil wants nothing more than to deceive God's people he wants nothing more than to deceive the church but I want to make it up in my mind that I, I don't want to be deceived tonight I don't want to yield to an unclean spirit that is going to uproot me from this good place tonight Listen, I said it before, I'm going to say it again. I'd rather be in the church than anywhere else. Right? People are going to say, well, there's a lot of bad things going on amongst so-called Christians and so-called apostolics. You know what? I said, I used this analogy before. I'm going to use it again. With Noah and the ark, he had all of those animals. There was a lot of chaos, you know, and I'm sure it smelled pretty bad
1: on that ark. But you know what? It was a whole lot better to be on the ark than to be outside of the ark. Somebody needs to make it up in your mind tonight. You need to celebrate once and for all tonight. It's better to be in the church than to be outside of the church. I'll take the church, I'll take all of the problems. I'll take it. I will take it, honey. We're on our way home. God is controlling this thing. We're going to make it, honey. I ain't trying to abandon the ship tonight. I'm hanging in. We might be in the storm, honey, but Jesus is going to see us through. I'd rather stay in the church tonight.
0: That's right.
1: Give it out your mind. You can't be safe outside of the church. You will perish. You will die. That's
0: right. That's right. That's so right. You
2: can be seated tonight. So right. And so so many voices will come and try to cause you to believe that things are done wrong. And you know, there's a better way of doing things. And it don't take all of that in. You know, you need to over here and check this out. Do this. Do that. I'm gonna tell you that's a seducing spirit. That's a devil that wants to uproot and wants to pluck people up uproot people man, and take them away from where God has established them and planted them. But somebody got to make it up in their mind that I'm not going I'm going to resist the seducer. I'm going to resist the one that is trying. I know who's behind that voice. I know who's behind that suggestion. I know who's behind that thought. And somebody got to make it up in their mind that you're not going to give over to enticing words of man's wisdom.
1: And that's the problem. It's man's wisdom it's not the wisdom of God it's not the wisdom that comes from above I don't want the enticing words of man's wisdom but I want this power in the spirit and the demonstration of God to be manifested in my life honey you can keep your fancy words I'll take the power of the Holy Ghost any day over fancy words and fancy auditory and and, and charisma and, and all the right things to say give me a power of the Holy Ghost. Give me the demonstration of the Spirit. Somebody gotta make it up in their mind. I don't wanna be a Lord. I don't want to be taken away
2: from where God has planted me. Let us remain standing tonight. Oh God, I pray. And some say, Well, it's not that serious. I'm gonna tell you, it is serious. In case we don't know it, we are. Living in the last days. Yeah, we are in the end of them. Yeah. And if you can't look around in the world and see what's going on, see what's happening, and realize that there's an enemy at work that wants nothing more, you know, there are just some things that we can't tolerate in the church. Right. Can't let it slide. Right. Can't let it go on. Mm. Can't let it happen. You'll read, and you know what? People say, Well, that's your opinion. No, that's Jesus' opinion as well.
0: (laughs) That's right. That's
2: right. So if you've got a problem with it, you got a problem with Jesus.
0: That's
2: it. it. You'll read in the book of Revelation, chapter 2, where he begins to talk to a certain church. And he says, I have somewhat against you. He says, Because you have suffered. You have suffered. Woman by the name of Jezebel. Now, we understand that he wasn't talking about, understand Revelation is a, a spiritual book. He wasn't talking, he was talking about a spirit yeah. that they had allowed to come in amongst them. That's right. And they just allowed it to go on. Yep.
0: Didn't
2: do nothing about it. And Jesus had a problem with them. You better believe. Jesus has a problem when there are things that we just let go on. Well, it'll get better. No, sometimes you got to do what it takes for it to get better. Sometimes it has to be addressed. Jesus said, you have. You have suffered her. She, she, She seduces my people to commit fornication and other unclean things. And so God had a problem with them understand I don't want God to have a problem with us tonight yes that's right I don't want God to be at odds with us tonight I want to be pleasing in his sight yes.
1: I want God to be pleased with us yes. amen yes. do you want to be pleasing in the sight of the Lord tonight? Yes. Well, there's just some things we gotta make it up in our mind. We're not gonna tolerate. There's just some things that we gotta make it up in my mind. Our mind, I'm not I'm just gonna close my eyes to it and let it go by, honey. We gotta address it and we're gonna be right with God. We can't be seduced tonight. We can't be drawn away tonight. We gotta be in line with God's word in his plan. I want God to be pleased with me. Amen. I want God to hear my prayers. I want God to look down upon me. I want him to smile upon me. I want him to work on my behalf.
2: So he said, I have have something against you. You're suffering. You're allowing this to happen. You're allowing this to go on. You know the end of it? He told them to repent. Yeah. Get it right. Yeah. There's only one way to get it right, and that's repentance. Yeah. True repentance. The writer to what did
1: John say? He, he told them, bring forth fruit meat for repentance. Yeah. Let your work show that you repented. Yeah. Let your fruit show that, hey, I've learned from that. My past, I've learned from the old way of doing things. And I'm turning around. I'm getting things in line. I'm getting it in line and in seek with God's word. I'm no longer out of the way. I'm getting back to line where I need to be. I'm getting back on the straight and narrow path.
2: God is always calling us to repentance. Yeah. God is always calling us to get things right. And get in a line. It's never too late to get in the line. It's never too late to make it right. It's never too late to tell God, throw those hands up in the air and lift up your voice and tell God, I've been thinking it wrong. I've been doing it wrong. I've been seeing it wrong. I've been following the wrong things. I've been I've been connected to all the wrong
1: people. And you know what? I'm 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 doing away with that garbage and I'm getting my mind fixed back on you. I'm getting my eyes fixed back on you. I'm getting my eyes on the prize. What did Paul say? Forgetting the things that are behind. Somebody needs to forget the things that are behind and press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling, which is in Christ Jesus. Come on, stop lingering on the past. Stop dwelling on the past. Get past it tonight. Get on the straight and now press through. Press through. Let's lift up
2: our hands tonight. uh. Oh, yes. Let's lift up our voice. Come on, somebody. Thank
0: you, dear
2: God. I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Thank you, dear God. I feel the Holy Ghost
1: in here tonight.
0: Oh, Savior.
1: Come on, I will not be seduced. I will not be enticed. I will not let the enemy beguile me. I will not let him uh, cause me to turn my back on the things of God and cause me to believe that there's a better way. There is no better way. This is the way way tonight. This is the only way tonight. This is the only way tonight. Somebody lift up your voice. Lift up your hands tonight.
2: Come on, don't look
1: around. Lift up your hands. Lift up your voice tonight. Come on, the devil is working. He is working. He's trying to deceive. Come on, the writer talked about evil seducers that deceive and that are being deceived. I don't want to be deceived tonight. I don't want to be deceived in thinking that there's a better way tonight. There is no better way.
2: It's his way tonight. His way is the only way tonight.
1: Come on, Doing it according to God's word tonight. Come on, Lord, I, pray. I don't just want to let some things pass. I don't want to just let things go on. I want it to be in line with God's word. I want to be in line with God's word.
0: Oh God, you're great.
2: Somebody lift hey, up your hands, lift up your voice. Come on now. Come on, call out to him. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Come on, call out to him. Praise
0: and worship him.
1: Come on. All throughout the book of Revelations, he told them to repent. That's a good thing to do tonight. It's a good thing to do. Just get it out in the air. Get Get everything cleared up with God tonight. Just go ahead and repent. Even if you don't think you need to. I got news for you. We all do. We all do. Oh, we need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. Come on, these are the last days. There are those that are falling from the faith. There are those that will not endure sound doctrine. I want to endure sound doctrine tonight. I don't want to kick against it. I don't want to complain against it. Jesus said he that endured to the end is going to be saved.
2: You got to endure. You got to hold on. This is good doctrine tonight. Somebody lift up your hands. Lift up your voice. This altar is open. Come around this altar with your heart lifted, with Come your hands,
1: calling upon the name of the Lord. Holy, holy, holy God. Come on, there is a spirit that is trying to seduce God's people. Come on, trying to seduce people. the very elect. Oh God, we give I gotta you make prayer. it up in my mind. I'm gonna oh keep God, my place. I'm gonna keep my first oh estate. God, Come on, I'm not. I'm not falling away oh. from where God has Thank placed you, me.
2: I gotta grab a hold of this thing tonight. I can't casually handle this tonight. I can't have a nonchalant approach to this tonight. I gotta approach this the way that it should be approached.
1: With reverence, care. Come on, I care about my place tonight. Come on, young people, lift up your voice. Lift up your hands. Come on man, lift up your voice, lift up your hands. Call upon the name of the Lord. I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Oh, we need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. Oh God, clear up all of the fog, dear God. Oh God, clear up all of the negative voices, dear God. Help me, Lord, to think straight. Help me, God, to see it correctly. Help me, dear God, to fall in love with this truth. To fall in love with where you placed me. You placed me in a a fruitful hill. It's a good place.